Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our spoiler-free thoughts on The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 1. Well, technically... It's it's episode one for the season, but technically as collectively, it's technically chapter 17 since this is following Mandalore Din Djarin through his entire adventures. So it is titled The Apostate, but I'm just saying episode one to make it a little bit easier on people because definitely not putting chapter 17 <laughs> in, the, uh, in the description. People will be so lost. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to our show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is optics with an X, or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, this, we're getting this amazing double Pedro Pascal goodness throughout this week, but how have you been? Yeah, I know during our last episode, I mentioned it's the year of Storm Reed, but it's hard to, for, for her to pass the year of Pedro Pascal. Like, <laughs> it might be the decade of Pedro Pascal in a few years here if he keeps this hot streak going. Honestly, like our lives were good before, but now they're better. What did he I No, it was life can be good, but it can be better. That was in Wonder Woman 84. Best part of that movie. Yeah, best part of that movie easily. And I would arguably say maybe the first 20 minutes was like amazing and then yeah everything else eh, not so much but as we mentioned before we're going to be giving our spoiler free thoughts to the mandalorian season three premiere so this just dropped on disney plus today as of march 1st not gonna lie i kind of forgot about it there for a second but just because I'm, I'm all on, on the last of us hype. So it's, you got to forgive me there, but I'm glad they were able to kind of bleed in here. At first I was worried it was going to be too much. You know how Disney loves to pump out their episodes super early in the morning. Um, but for this one, it's, it's a easy breezy 37 minute episode. So we're going to get into our spoiler free thoughts here. No spoilers today. We're just going to give our initial reactions. Then we're going to get into a little bit of trivia facts that I found across the interweb for this episode. Then we're going to give our final thoughts. Um, we are going to give our ratings for this episode because the way that we are covering the Mandalorian, we will not be covering it week to week since um, there's just a lot going on in March. Um, a lot of movies are coming out in March that we want to cover. So this is just going to be the series or season three premiere and then once the season finale for season three hits we will be covering all of the other episodes collectively for the season finale so worry not we're just kind of breaking up our mandalorian coverage for season three just to let you guys know but with all that out of the way we'll be right back after this introduction to the mandalorian season three premiere
And we are back with our Mandalorian season three episode one review again. That is titled The Apostate. This is created by John Favreau for those who may have forgot or just don't know. And of course, stars Pedro Pascal and John Carlo Esposito. And Miss, well, actually, no. Gina Carano is not in this whatsoever. I mean, we'll talk about her for, for a little bit, but the main star of the show, it's Pedro Pascal. And of course, Grogu coming back as AKA Baby Yoda. And for those who don't know about the Mandalorian or just need a bit of a brush up, it is about the travels of a lone bounty hunter in the outreaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the new Republic. So I'm going to pass it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions Two at the Mandalorian season three premiere. Yeah, it's good to have Mando back in our life. It feels like it's been so long. When was season two? It feels like I think it was 20... 2020. It, it, the finale was December of 2020. So, wow, it's been a while almost three years. Almost. Well, I mean, more like two years because, yeah, a little be over two years. years. Yeah, a little bit over two years. It's crazy because it does does feel like it's been a while, but I didn't know it was that long ago. But glad he's back in our lives. Um, I had an interesting observation where um, it just feels like Pedro Pascal, whatever TV shows he does, they have just the best visuals, like by far for TV. Like this and Last of Us, he's they're just knocking it out of the park. I love the intro scene in this this episode. I love the uh, the CGI, uh, like water monster Godzilla thing. I'm sure there's a name for it, but I'm not aware of what that would be, but I thought he looked really cool. And that flight was really, really cool. And then I love the, uh, the practical effects of the space pirates. Thought they looked really cool as well. Definitely, uh, no, no power Rangers in sight, which is very good news. We didn't have to worry about that, but yeah, it's just a solid episode getting back into the swing of things, kind of easing us into it and, uh, got some more Grogu shenanigans. It's always good. He's giving himself some swings on the chair with his with his force power. It's a fun little guy, and we got a uh, we got possibly the best part of Rise of the Skywalker um, made an appearance in this episode. I don't know what their what their creature name is, but we got some Babu Frickians in this one. We definitely do. And as for me, when it comes to you know the Mandalorian season three, like I said before, I kind of forgot that this was out you know like the season premiere was out on march 1st and that's no slight to the show at all it's just there's been so much going on in my life and just there's a lot of things that we've been occupied with you know we've been playing some hogwarts legacy up in here we've been you know watching we're trying to get through our our scream or rewatch for the new scream movie there's just a lot going on and i think that the mandalorian indirectly flew underneath our radar but we are here talking about it today and yeah i believe that this is a very solid opening for season three it feels like a long long time since we've gotten you know to spend time with these characters like devin said it's almost been three years but you know just a shy over two years so far and you know, it, it was great to feel like, you know, we're back at home. You know, we're, we're seeing more Mandalores, uh, Mandalorians than ever, excuse me. We're, we're getting some good old IG-11 coming back uh, to us in some way, shape, or form. 
And, you know, we, we get some nice little Babu freaking action, like Devin said. I don't know the race of their species, but, you know, Din Djarin, we get Pedro Pascal coming back. We get to see Bro, uh, Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda. And we get to see a bit of Bo-Katan as well. So I think this was a very strong opening. It is a little bit on the shorter side, yes. But as we said before on the show, when it comes to a lot of these TV shows, especially with Stranger Things season four last year, I mean, a lot of these episodes, even with The Last of Us, they've been pushing darn near over like an hour and 10 minutes, depending. So I think the way that we are starting to watch TV has definitely changed, especially since Game of Thrones came into our lives. But yeah, a 37 minute episode, it came and went as quicker than I expected, but I really did like, I liked what I saw. I liked the practical effects like Devin mentioned before. The visuals look fantastic. You know, they clearly spent a lot of time on this show because this is arguably Disney Plus's flagship show altogether. It is the one of the original shows, or I would actually say the first original property that hit Disney plus when it launched back uh, some odd years ago, I think that was 20, was it 17, 18, 2018, 2019 around there. I can't remember, but the Mandalorian was the first, you know, the first big hit on Disney plus and, you know, other star Wars content has followed, but I think Mandalorian still has that punch. I mean, you know, we've been talking about this for a while. I don't think, we um, covered season one back when it was airing, but we definitely covered season two as a single episode. And yeah, I, I think it's just, it, it's been great so far. You know, I love how we're able to go to different places like uh, Kalvala, uh, Kalvala, excuse me, which actually has a different name in our world. Um, actually, it's the name of an epic poem of Finland, a tale containing singing wizards and sea monsters. I found that on IMDb. So that's your first little notch of trivia there. But yeah, overall, I absolutely loved it. But I'm going to pass it back over to Devin. Was there anything else you wanted to mention about this episode? What do you think things are heading? Like, what would you like to see this season altogether? Let's just talk about that just for a little bit. And then we'll kind of just close out here altogether. Also, just wanted to give a shout out to IG Eleven, uh, the Taiki Taika Waititi android. He's he came back kind of in this episode, uh, Terminator style. Kind of gave us a little <laughs> little fright there. But I'm glad he's the I'm glad he's the hero in this. And I also wanted to shout out um, the guy who played the uh, the like main sp- uh, space pirate that was in the ship towards the end. That was um, his name is Nanzo Anozi, and he was in Sweet Tooth. As oh, Kami. Oh, okay. I remember that. Right, right, right. Man, these sweet tooth actors are just coming back in just different ways, and I absolutely love it. Really? Okay. I'll have to look him up to see what his actual face looks like without all the prosthetics. But yeah, the Space Pirates looked phenomenal. And you, you get that nice little, you know, Western standoff. But overall, you know, it this... The show still feels like Star Wars. This is a very polished show. I know people are going to have an issue with the shorter runtime of, especially for a season premiere, but I got to say it did sneak up on me altogether. Not saying it's a bad thing, but I feel like Disney plus could have marketed this show just a little bit earlier 
but it was kind of hard because we had The Last of Us premiere January 15th. We knew this was coming in March last year, but it feels like it really feels like the promotion just started. I want to say maybe like a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, which I feel like is no time whatsoever for your flagship title. I think that was my biggest issue with the Mandalorian season three, not with the episode itself, but you know, here we are recording and I feel like we, you know, we love Mandalorian, you know, he's literally in our intro, but for some reason we were so fixated on, you know, the last of us for the past seven weeks. And then this past week where it's like, Oh my gosh, that's right. The Mandalorian is coming out in March, starting on March 1st. So I'm not saying it should have been pushed back because I feel like it is somewhat of a different demographic. I've talked to a few people about it uh, when it comes to, you know, shows bleeding over into each other, which I think is fine. But sometimes there is a thing as too much content where we've saw it last year where my gosh we had there was house of the dragon that was streaming same thing with the lord of the rings show the rings of power and we had she hulk all running around the same time and this is not the first time this has happened a few uh years ago in march funny enough when do you remember when it was invincible uh the zack Snyder's justice league was uh, running at the same time and so was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There was so much going on. It was honestly hard to keep up. So I feel like Disney should do a little bit better job when it comes to promotional side. But that's just my two cents on the matter altogether. But I think it's been a great episode so far. And I I was just, I loved everything about this episode. It was a great intro episode. We didn't need the the big, super big flashy moments, but we still got those amazing action scenes as well but i'm just really appreciative that this show is still going on and i'm interested to see how um dinjarin redeems himself to become a part of to to become a mandalore again because that is what this entire episode is about when it comes to him redeeming himself i feel like this is going to be a big redemption season but Devin, is there anything else you want to add before we get into our final thoughts and skedaddle on out of here Nothing really else to add. We knew it would be a nice short episode. Just kind of flew by, just like the real episode. I'm yeah. excited to have Mando back and Grogu back. <laughs> just having fun. He got a little snack on the desk, too, with, with his force power. Like, he's coming along nicely. He's our little yeah. guy. Yeah. It grows up so fast. Yeah. It's, you know, the, the whole growing up thing. He's starting to notice. Grogu was starting to notice a few things here and there, especially when they're in hyperspace. You know, he's... He, nah, he doesn't have visions, but he starts to notice his surroundings, I'll say. I don't want to give too much away. But, yeah, that was a great Terminator reference, by the way, for IG-11, because they actually, um, it was more likely an homage for the end of Terminator um, in 1984, when the metal skeleton android crawls legless across the floor, attempting to kill Sarah Connor. Sorry, if you haven't seen it. You know, it's it's been out for a while. So I think that was a nice little homage if that is what they were going for. So I felt like that was that was pretty interesting. But yeah, my final thoughts align with Devin's altogether, you know, solid um entry. You know, it's it's exactly what a entry opener is supposed to be. You know, we get an amazing opening cutscene, which I thought actually happened in the past. And then I was like, oh, 
you know, this is, <laughs> this is like recent and yeah. Yeah. Actually thought, I thought the, I thought the intro was also a flashback. I thought I was like, is that young Din Djarin? I was like, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. What? Yeah. Like you said, Devin, this episode kind of came and went as fast as Din Djarin is on a spaceship because man, I think we're just more accustomed to longer episodes, but you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hating the, the shorter runtime. I was like, you know what? I feel like that was a cool, easy, you know, 37 minutes. More like 30 if, because the 37 also counts in with the credits. But yeah, overall job well done. I just wish that the marketing was just there just a little bit more with the presence of the marketing altogether. But with all that said, that is a wrap on our Mandalorian Season 3 Episode 1 review Again, we are going to be covering The Mandalorian later on. Once the uh, season finale hits, we're going to be covering every single episode from episode two onward, just because there's a lot to get done in March and there's a lot of great movies we want to talk about with you guys so that, you know, get, get people back to the movies. Like it's, it's a pretty stacked, it's a pretty stacked month. March is always just fantastic. But with all that said, that is a wrap on today's episode. And if you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X to stay in the know. And as always, make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And now let's take a sneak peek at what's coming up on the show. So what you can look forward to is our The Last of Us episode eight review that will be hitting later next week as we go into March. And we're also going to be covering Cree 3. Um, we already covered Cocaine Bear, so you can definitely check the one out. You can also check out our Scream 6 review. I'm so excited seeing it this Friday. Devin's seeing it a few days after me. We'll definitely have that up as early as possible as we can for you guys um, for some scream goodness. Uh, we're also going to be covering things as such as like the new 65 movie with Adam Driver, um, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, John Wick Chapter 4. I got to revisit those movies. There's a lot going on, but those are just a few things you can look forward to um, in the weeks to come um, as March is pretty much here. And what is out now, you can listen to our episodes one through seven reviews of The Last of Us, uh, which Mike Thomas has been joining us on. You can also check out our That 90s Show review, spoiler free, of course, for all you amazing people out there. And check out our Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania review and our Cocaine Bear review as well, as those are the last two movies that we have been covering here on the show all together so with all that said thank you all for listening and remember if you enjoy the show leave us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts and spotify and follow us on instagram and twitter to stay in the know i'm christian and that was Devin signing off and we'll see you guys in the next one